and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and I believe that God wants to fill up heaven. He wants everyone to be saved, including you. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. That's the gospel, the good news of Jesus' true salvation. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. Can you live in the world and in the kingdom of God at the same time? Kind of sort of have to, or we are still here on earth. Well, the short answer is no. Do you call yourself a Christian? Why? Is it because you grew up attending a church with your family? Were it, uh, two were born again in that denomination? Like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I take that back. You were born in that denomination, like I was born Catholic to Catholic parents on a Catholic island. Three aren't Jewish, Muslim, Buddhist, or Hindu, so you must be Christian. Four, attend a church every Sunday. Um, Attend a church every Christmas and Easter. Six, grew up forced to attend church you didn't understand or had a bad experience then stopped going, but you still consider yourself a Christian. Or seven, you know that Jesus Christ is your personal savior and that he is the only way to get into heaven. I hope you answered number seven. Then you are a true Christian. All others fall into the category of the ones that Jesus never knew. I get that from Matthew 7, verses 21 to 23, when Jesus says, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord. We prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. You know, I think about casting out demons and it reminds me of the movie back in the 70s, The Exorcist. Okay, so that's an example. And there really are Catholic priests who who specialize in exorcism. Okay, but they fall under this category. Think about that. All right, living in both worlds gets you nowhere. I know, I tried it. I was born again in 1995, but the church I was attending didn't really teach the truth about salvation. No one guided me. I realized that I wasn't sure if I would be left behind at the rapture or not. So what did I have to lose? I prayed the prayer. However, I didn't really repent totally of my sins because I kept on sinning. I continued to live in the culture of partying and having fun, even if I sort of knew it was wrong. We made a joke of it. We'd say, you know, we really shouldn't be doing this. Then someone would say, yeah, but it's fun. We weren't hurting anyone. But if Jesus had decided to come back right then and there, I would have been ashamed of what I was caught doing. Oh, by the way, God does see everything that you do, good or bad. It was just as bad when I was attending the Catholic Church as a kid, 
and had to make up sins. Yes, I lied to the priest because I had been a good girl that week. It's almost like it's okay to sin as long as you go to confession on Saturday so you can go to Mass on Sunday. We're told we're not supposed to sin, but we're not taught the truth. And the truth, that truth is, if you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins and you repent of your sins, you are guaranteed a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven. Jesus is the door and repentance is the key to the kingdom of God. Even after I was baptized again, and that was what, 14 years ago, which is a way of admitting to yourself and showing the world that you choose to follow Jesus, I still found it, found it hard to give up some worldly things. Moreover, in baptism, you choose to die to your old self and are reborn, hence the born-again label, to a new life in Christ. At that point, too, I received the Holy Spirit in my heart. That's what Jesus meant when he told Nicodemus in uh, John chapter 3, verse 5, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. So that's baptism and then receiving the Holy Spirit in your heart. And that's where the conviction of the Holy Spirit comes in. So I was trying to live with one foot in the kingdom and one foot still on earth. But the Holy Spirit convicted me. That's sanctification. I kept having this nagging feeling in my heart that what I was doing was wrong. Even still, just the other day, I bought a t-shirt at my church and I was short a dollar. The guy said, don't worry about it. So I said, okay, thanks. And I went home. The next week, as soon as I saw him, I was nagged by the spirit. You know, you owe the church a dollar. Darn, I didn't have any cash with me. The following week, I specifically got cash and walked right up to the guy and said, I owe you a dollar here. I told him it would bug me until I paid it. That's the Holy Spirit. Back in the day, I would have walked away thinking, I just saved a dollar. But that would have been wrong. That would have been Satan whispering in my ear, good for you, you saved a dollar. But I really stole a dollar from the church. Satan is the enemy. Satan's only role in this world is to disrupt the work of the kingdom of God. He's a deceiver, a tempter, a thief, and a destroyer. The devil wants us to perish, and he wants as many people as he can to go to hell. And yes, hell exists. God, on the other hand, wants you to fill up heaven. God is not willing that anyone should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Where do we get that from? We get that from Matthew 18, verses 12 to 14. What do you think if a man owns, and, and this is Jesus speaking, what do you think if a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about the one sheep than about the 99 that didn't wander off. In that same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. The Holy Spirit helps us develop discernment. Every follower of Jesus receives the gifts of revelation and discernment, and every believer needs to use them in today's world. Developing discernment means being able to determine what is right or wrong in any given situation. It's about bringing the kingdom of God to uphold truth in the time and place in which you live. 
Revelation, you'll see as you read the Bible daily. It's getting an aha moment when you truly understand what it says. No one has to interpret it for you. That's the Holy Spirit's job. However, you can turn to Bible lessons in the free apps like YouVersion and Through the Word if you need extra assistance. What are the foundational kingdom basics? Well, the basic building blocks of a godly kingdom life are authentic faith, godly core values, walking in Christ's authority, walking in community, and powerful proclamations. To embody each of these parts, we must receive and give wisdom from above that is beyond our years. So even somebody who's in their 50s or 60s that comes to Christ and they really don't know, or even somebody who's 15 or 20 years old, they can garner this wisdom. And there's two kinds of wisdom. And we get this from James 3, uh, verses 13 through 18. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy, good fruit, impartial, and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Is Jesus in your heart? Christ's kingdom is a spiritual kingdom in the hearts of people. We read in Luke, Luke chapter 17, verses 20 to 21. One day the Pharisees asked Jesus, when will the kingdom of God come? Jesus replied, the kingdom of God can be detected by visible signs. You won't be able to say, here it is, or it's over there, for the kingdom of God is already among you. Is he in your heart? No? Are you not sure? You need to invite him in. He's knocking. He's knocking at the door of your heart. Let him in. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20 to 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Are you listening? Are you paying attention? Do you get it? In conclusion, you can easily keep on going the wrong way or you can go the only way through Jesus. One glorious day, Jesus will return to fully establish his kingdom rule on earth. What you believe about that significantly influences your faith. Accordingly, it determines the way you live. We must live in the world, not of the world. Furthermore, the only way to do that is to have Jesus in your heart and read the Bible daily. Feed on the Word of God. If you truly want to be born again and have the assurance of salvation 
and a one-way non-stop ticket to heaven and that you won't be left behind at the rapture. This is what you have to do. Believe, repent, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. Four simple things. Pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior, and I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. So the next steps in your walk with Jesus, start reading the Bible daily. If you don't have one, I recommend the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Both are free and have a lot of great daily devotionals and Bible studies. And you want to study the Bible, not just read the Bible, but study the Bible. You know, that's why these these apps are really good because they get down to the nitty gritty of what God is trying to tell us in each chapter and verse. Pray every day. Talk to God. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you daily, especially when you start to read the Bible. You know, right then and there, ask, you know, God, please open my heart, open my mind, open my eyes to understand what you're trying to tell me through your word today. Find and join a Bible-believing church, preferably a non-denominational one, and be baptized. Um, Most of these churches have Bible studies, so attend a group Bible study. Um, You can even find, well, now with all the COVID thing, you might have to go find one online, but you really should be able to baptize. I know if you live in Phoenix, you can come to First Christian Church of Phoenix and they'll baptize you. Um, You can come, hey, you can come to me and come to my pool. I'll baptize you here in the pool. Um, Jesus Christ is coming back soon. Are you ready? Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Amen. Yes, the kingdom of God is here. We are living in strange, crazy times. The last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart. They are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 to 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone With ears to hear, must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Folks, Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Invite him, your Savior, into your heart. If you don't know what to say, read the prayer in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope is through Jesus Christ only. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, YouVersion, Bible app, and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily and seeking the truth for yourself. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button, then the share button. The good news of Jesus Christ is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.